When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're attempting to move away from this story. (laughs) I'm watching the TVs. Gaza humanitarian crisis is the lead. It's all about how awful it is for the Palestinians in Gaza. Not near enough about why this is happening. Hamas brought this on Gaza. And as somebody pointed out on the text line, there cont- uh, 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 Kamala Harris, when she was on 60 Minutes the other night, she said one thing that has to be separated completely. You cannot conflate Palestinians with Hamas. Okay, I get what you're trying to say. On the other hand, there were sure a lot of people on the street, I've seen the videos, dancing and cheering as naked Jews with their heads cut off were being drugged through the streets. Some of those people, I feel like I can conflate with Hamas. I don't know a percentage, but there are some. And many, many hundreds of Palestinians poured out through the holes in the fence on October the 7th and committed acts of mayhem, rape, torture, murder, looting, the rest of it. So what's Israel supposed to do? think they're probably going to do precisely what we would have done. But we're moving on from that we story. Are, we are. We are moving on. We could uh, move on to Niger in Africa, where one of our most important allies was overthrown by a military coup, and now Islamic extremists have free run of the country. Uh, but we're not. Good. Instead, tech talk. Uh, some things, uh, one story I'm going to save until later in the show because it pairs so nicely with the best description I've come across of the state attorneys general why they're suing Meta and what the basis of the suit is and the rationale of the suit is. Uh, Some smart people have gone to the trouble of actually going through the long, 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 long suit and summarizing it and describing it. So we'll do that probably next hour. It, It pairs nicely, like I'm, you know, pouring you a wine. 
uh, with a study out of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill that showed actual neurological changes in teens' brains who, who check social media uh, all day long. Observable changes in their brains and how they work. So is it the whole reward thing? You get a little shot of dopamine, and is it that, or what is it? Got to stay tuned. Okay. Got to stay tuned. You can't drag me into your premature description uh, thingy. No, we'll we'll do that later. I just wanted to do things that have to do with with you and your life and your home. I'm the only person on the show that showed up in a Halloween costume today. Nobody's festive around here. I am an adult is the thing. So anyway, more and more voices from the tech world are saying, hey, the Internet of Things, you remember that? Yeah. Well, one of the things it's doing is like collecting all sorts of data on everything you do, how you do it, when you do it, in what room you do it, sure. and it's selling it to Before. anybody who wants it. So I got my new 77-inch television. Michael uh, inspired me. And I was going to try to not hook it up to the Internet. Because I just, I don't like, I don't like the Internet of Things. I don't want everything to be collecting all the information on me. But it's just, it was practically unusable if I didn't hook it up to the Internet. So you kind of have to. And you have to sign all kinds of agreements you don't know what they say. And So what this has to do is with is the PIIs, Personal Identifiable Information. Um, and and it, it has to do with the fact that if you can get my birthday from one website and hack my password from another website, get my home address from another website, and on and on and on, it all gets cross-referenced by these supercomputers and algorithms wow. and the rest of it. And, and they can build giant profiles of you, whether for criminal purposes, surveillance purposes, foreign governments like the government of China, it's pretty well known, has a file on every American depending on how significant you are to, you know, the the coming war for global supremacy. Anyway, uh, getting back to this specifically, uh, this is a quote now f- uh, from who did this study? Researchers. Uh, analyzing the data collected by IoT Inspector, we found evidence of IoT devices, that's Internet of Things, inadvertently exposing at least one PII, personal identifiable information, like unique hardware address or unique device names in thousands of real-world smart homes. Oh, this is the New York University uh, School of Engineering. Any single PII is useful for identifying a household, but combining all three of them together makes a house very unique and easily identifiable. For comparison, if a person is fingerprinted using the simplest browser fingerprinting technique, they are unique as one in 1,500 people. If a smart home with all three types of identifiers is fingerprinted, it is unique as one in 1.12 million smartphones. So they can really understand with a teeny bit of data who's doing what and when. Wow. The implications of this research go beyond academia, emphasizing the need for manufacturers, software developers, IoT, and multiple platform operators and policymakers to take decisive action to enhance the privacy and security of smart home devices and households. Of course, as our old producer Vince would say, they already know everything. Stop worrying about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaning more that direction toward the, I don't think there's anything you can do about this. It's just the way it's going to be to be a human in a first world country in the future. This is from the... Tech that's pretty damned obvious, department. Brain activity is much lower using Zoom than during in-person conversations, a study reveals. Say that again. Brain activity is Is much lower when you're doing a Zoom meeting as opposed to sitting in a room with people. I feel like that's true. Don't you? Do you feel like that's true? 
Oh, yeah, just in terms of energy and need to concentrate, feeling like, okay, we're, we're on the ball here. Things are going to get done. I wonder it's more what like, that's... all right, I'll listen to this and I'll pipe in. It's necessary. It's got to be some <laughs> unidentifiable thing about our brain picking up on, you know, other human beings in the room just make you more alert for a variety of reasons. You don't want to embarrass yourself. You don't get attacked. You do all kinds of reasons. You got to, you know, really pay attention if you're with a couple of people in a room. When you, I don't feel that on Zoom at all. No, you try to look reasonably attentive, but body language doesn't matter nearly as much, for instance, on a Zoom call. Just, you know, uh, chest up. Uh, on the other hand, there was that one study that explained why it's so stressful, because you're staring at a picture of yourself, or at least it's there. It's so hard for me not to look at myself on a Zoom call. Oh, I know. I know. Is that yeah. a... Is that a um, like, is that a narcissistic quality that we all have, or is it just... What is that that makes you look at yourself more? I, I try to remind myself all the time on these. I'm thinking, why are you looking at you? Look at them. <laughs> right. It's just weird. Well, you want to know how you look to them so you look presentable, I think. But I remember we read a study a while back that can you imagine if you had to have a mirror right in front of you every meeting around a table or something like that or in a meeting? It'd be horrible. It, it'd be so freaky. Yeah, it'd be terrible. I always notice that everybody's lighting is so much better than mine. Y'all look like you're in a, you know... High dollar television commercial, and I, <laughs> I look like I'm uh, making a hostage tape. Exactly. Yeah, lurking in your basement. Uh, and then finally, this I thought this was so amusing and intriguing. Staffers at Reviewed, which is a USA Today owned website devoted to shopping recommendations. They were about to end their workday last Friday when one of them noticed something strange. Articles were publishing on the site by writers none of them had ever heard of and using suspiciously similar language. They talked to this one senior staff writer who couldn't figure out where the reviews for products like insulated drink tumblers and scuba gear, just kind of random stuff. He couldn't figure out where they were coming from. Scuba gear. Yeah. I found these flippers very comfortable, and when I kicked rhythmically, they propelled me through the water. Four stars out of four. <laughs> so he says he was about to leave. These were but made was... of lead and caused me to sink to the bottom. <laughs> Zero stars. Would not recommend. My friend drowned. Uh, I stayed at my desk for the next hour, just kind of panicking over this new website that none of us had a hand in. The reviews were so vague about the products they were purportedly reviewing that Carrillo and his colleagues started to suspect they'd been produced by AI. Um, and worse, some of the authors didn't appear to exist. Not only were reviewed staffers unfamiliar with the bylines on the stories, names like Brianna Miller and Avery Williamson, which sound kind of fake, don't they? A little bit, uh, yeah. They, they were unable to find evidence of those writers by those names on LinkedIn or any professional websites. There didn't seem to be an Avery Williamson anywhere. So reviewed's employees, here's a hint what's going on, who are unionized through the News Guild of New York, Alleged that the articles are a covert attempt by parent company Gannett to undermine workers at a time when many publishers are mm. experimenting with AI content to cut costs. So this Carrillo guy I quoted before is a shop steward for the union, and he said the mysterious reviews appeared just weeks after the staff staged a one-day walkout to demand management negotiate a new contract. And he's saying, they're trying it out on us, trying to undermine us, trying to get rid of us. Well, and you know what I say to that, gentlemen? You're absolutely right. Yes, and they will. That's the here. I hate to give away the punchline. They will. Certainly on certain kinds of stories. I, I, why do you need an actual human being 
to write a one-paragraph summary of who won a ball game yesterday. Surely AI can do that. Or the uh, one-paragraph about the weather. You don't need a human being for that. Right. Absolutely true. Now, I don't know how you review thermoses or scuba gear. I don't know how AI does that. It just grabs other stuff from other places. Well, many articles followed a similar template. The first sentence of the scuba mask story, for example, noted that there are, quote, several important factors to consider in buying a mask. While the review of the insulated drink tumbler is opened by noting, quote, there are many factors to consider before buying a tumbler. Yeah, that sounds like the sort of thing a person would write also, though. Yeah, I tell you what, if if you've thought, I'm going to do drone work for the rest of my life and continue to make a decent living, I, I'd really rethink it. Yeah, I hate how many things my kids have mentioned the, through the, the last year that I'd like to do this for a living or that for a living, and I think, that nah, AI is going to be doing that too. <laughs> that Imagine if you had a kid applying even as we speak to law schools, but uh, I don't know. If you're really good and you're really sharp and you're really aggressive, you will find a way. But it will be harder. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot more competitive. I assume. Said Jack or AI. I don't know. Yeah. Was that even me? It's going to be very competitive in the future in this field. There are many factors to consider when becoming an attorney. Um, how about that mass shooting that didn't happen yesterday? Did you hear that story? That's something. I did. I wish that happened more often. We've been encouraging that for years. Finally, somebody did it in the right order. We could get to that story and a whole bunch of other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Bidens hosted trick-or-treaters. Yeah, things got off to a rough start when Biden told the kid, nice zombie costume. The kid was like, I'm you. Oh! Oh! 
disrespectful. I, I don't think Biden's quite up with the times. Whenever he saw a Taylor Swift costume, he was like, Greta Garbo? <laughs> Gene Harlow? <laughs> but it was adorable when Biden asked kids, uh, who are you supposed to be? And a little less adorable when he asked, and who am I again? Uh, but it was nice watching Biden hand out candy, except when he reached into the wrong pocket and gave out a Flomax pill. It's like, no, no. You'll thank me when you're older. You'll thank me. What's Flomax? Wow. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a, uh, your urine flow isn't good. Prostate health, etc. Well, Jimmy Fallon's on NBC, and as we saw on Saturday Night Live, they made the pivot toward a breathy, shuffling old man Biden, which you kind of have to do because, I mean, if you... If he shows up on TV, that's the number one takeaway, right? If you didn't know who he was, your number one takeaway would be, well, that's a really, really old man. Yeah, very stiff, very, very whispery. Yeah. Uh, You combine that perception, which is only going to grow, friends, with the division on the left over Israel and uh, the rest of it that we've been talking about. The young Democratic voters are flaking fast from the mainstream. This is going to be an even more chaotic election uh, cycle than than we'd anticipated. And we anticipated complete chaos. Yeah, you're right. I think it is. Uh, Democrats, or Joe Biden had an 11-point drop among Democrats in the last month. They assume that's almost entirely an Israel thing because it's been three weeks that he came out so strongly in favor of Israel. And that younger crowd, as we see them marching in streets, is not digging that. An 11-point drop in a month. Yeah, Wow. I saw this, and, and it's from a conservative source, so I thought, okay, let's check into this. I went right to the source source, the, the original source, which is uh, Pew Research, and it's legit. Diagnosed with a mental health condition by a doctor. Young white liberals, 46% yes. Young white moderates, 26% yes. One Young white conservatives, just behind the moderates at 21%. Young white liberal women, 56% yes. Diagnosed? Yeah, the specific Pew question was, has a doctor or healthcare provider ever told you that you have a mental health condition? No way. Way. Three sure. out of five including, young including women? Including this, yeah, the super common ones, anxiety, depression, that sort of thing. Ah, uh, digging into it. Good Lord. A, this should be a the majority one. of young white liberal women had said they'd been diagnosed with a mental health condition. Well, that first number you had that it was about half. Of all young people, that that uh, yes. should be that should be the number one story in America. And uh, as we hasten to point out, when point out whenever we talk about this sort of stuff, they didn't raise themselves. It could be we've created a world that's yeah. made them nuts, yes. perhaps through safetyism. For uh, instance, I think that's a lot of it. On the other hand, if you are one of uh, the cohort of young white liberal women, fifty six percent have been diagnosed with a, a mental health condition. How seriously are we supposed to take their pronouncements on, you know, geopolitics and, and the global uh, issues and, and policy and that sort of thing? It's a it's a double edged problem. I mean, we do have high levels of anxiety and depression in this country, no doubt about it. On the other hand, we also have an industry that is so quick to diagnose people with anxiety and depression Fair enough. Whether so you keep coming back to a therapist or you uh, that you can prescribe you drugs that people pay for. I mean, very, very quick on the trigger. I mean, if you've ever dealt with this, you know it. You could go to any therapist today or psychiatrist and say, you know, I just feel kind of blue. I just, just don't feel much reason to get out of bed. 
bingo. They're either going to give you a drug or say come back next Wednesday at 2.30 for another $160 and we'll talk about it. Absolutely. You know what's really interesting? Is under, uh, among very liberal pe- uh, people, twice as many white as non-white folks have been diagnosed with a mental health can- could, uh, condition. Could be uh, white people get better health care, more affluent, I don't know. But uh, it's a significant edge, if you will, for white folks in every uh, you know cohort, except conservative and very conservative, when it's roughly equal. How would your politics be related to whether or not you get anxiety or depression? I actually have a, some guesses about that. but I would like to hear them, especially if they're irresponsible. <laughs> but these numbers are really, really striking. God, I'd say we're going to talk about where uh, the TikTok and where young people get their news, which has a big influence on everything that's going on in America, uh, among other things on the way. I hope you can stay here. If you miss a uh, segment, you should uh, subscribe to our podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's supposed to be. These threats are very real. They should be taken very seriously. The ones at Cornell, there have been instances recently at Tulane, at Berkeley, at many other schools. Campus security is stretched to the breaking point. This is not the sort of thing they're used to dealing with. Yeah, so we'll get to a little more of the um, the mayhem at our college campuses, or really the political attitudes of our young in a little bit. Um Hanson was able to guess, that's our executive producer, was able to guess my cologne in, in, in his second guess. That's quite a nose of someone who can do that. As I dressed as sexy guy for Halloween with my wig and my tight clothes and a lot of cologne. Wow, it's horrifying. That's, that's just such a misstep. I'm calling HR. Do we even have HR anymore? No. I feel harassed. My, my olfactory center of my brain is being kicked. He was right. It is Calvin Klein obsession. It must have been in the corner of my cabinet for like 
30 years. It was the hot scent in the 90s. I was going to guess Old Spice. I'm not that old. Classic. <laughs> um, anyway, hope you have a good Halloween. Um, this... I will point out that Old Spice was the cologne of choice during the baby boom. Coincidence? Mm. No. Quite possibly. Uh, actually, coming up, I've got uh, at some point, Halloween's growing cultural footprint. What's exact? What exactly are we celebrating? Which is a good question. What What are we doing here? Doesn't matter. You dress up, you get some candy. Don't overthink it. Uh, so this happened just a little bit ago, speaking of protests and the other wing of the Democratic Party, the wing that's in charge, thank God to my mind, Joe Biden and uh, the people that are doing his policy, Anthony Blinken and others, are uh, on the side of Israel. At some point, I mean, it's a flat-out profile and courage because they're dropping some of their core supporters like crazy. And so far, I've stood pretty firm against them. This is the Secretary of State today at a hearing trying to argue for more aid for Israel, and protesters jumped in. The robust funding supported by Congress has enabled the people of Ukraine, oh, Ukraine. in their courageous fight to defend their nation. It's helped make sure that Russia's invasion and strategic... Led by a frantic, screeching young woman, as always. As nearly always. Wow, listen to that. Gets more unhinged as it goes. So he was arguing for Ukraine aid, but they jumped in with the screaming for Palestine. Were they saying from... No, 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 no. From Palestine to Mexico, all the walls have got to go. Okay. See, I couldn't understand what they're saying. That's my biggest problem with chanting is I never get... Can you print that out for me? I can't. There's subtitles. That's an adult, guaranteed college-educated adult, screeching from Palestine to Mexico, all the walls have got to go. Yeah, that person should not be in a room with the grown-ups <laughs> involved. <laughs> Boy, on a whole bunch of different issues over the last decade or so, that voice has been heard. That screeching, like... Seems like emotionally unhinged, almost always college-educated white woman. Uh, Not to put race on it, but just seems to always be. It's weird. I don't know. Um, Among whom 56% self-report they've been diagnosed with a mental uh, condition. Well, you sound like someone with a mental condition. Even if you strongly believe in something, they ah, let me hear that again. So that's a foot of put a Palestine. <laughs> so that's a cultural thing aside from any of the issues, right? Because she was screaming that same way about George Floyd and gay marriage and climate change. And, you know, I could name five others. I'm sure she mm-hmm. had that exact same completely unhinged. My life depends on this tone of voice going or her cistern from one, three, five or seven years ago. were screeching in the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Before I build to my ultimate point about where these young people are getting their news, here's a report on uh, all the different problems uh, with protests around the country. 
White House officials have ordered the DOJ and DHS to address threats in this country. We have seen an alarming rise in reported anti-Semitic incidents at schools and on college campuses. Officials say the FBI is tracking online threats to Jewish students at Cornell, but so far have declined to condemn the protests broadly. Does President Biden look at these anti-Israel protests on college campuses and think it's nice to see that the country's youth are so involved, or does he think the next generation is doomed? Here's the thing. There's no place for hate in America. So I was turned on to this TikTok conversation by the dispatch. This guy... His name is Jeff Morse Jr., and he's a uh, he's a tech guy and is able to dig into the numbers and try to figure out what's going on. And he was alerting people to this, which I knew TikTok was big. I didn't know it was this big, particularly for young people. For Gen Z, TikTok is the is the new search engine. As Joe mentioned earlier in the show, well, for those of us over the age of forty, we just found TikTok out. TikTok can be used as a search, as a search engine. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know you could use TikTok as a search engine. Apparently you can. And for Generation Z, that's what you go to. You don't do Google. You don't do Yahoo. You don't do Siri. You use TikTok. TikTok is the number one search engine for more than half of Generation Z. What results are they getting? If you're not using TikTok, you don't have the slightest idea, obviously. I wouldn't know. TikTok is the primary news source. I didn't know people were getting news from TikTok. TikTok is the primary news source for younger demos, while we have justifiable concerns about the New York Times and mainstream media. They're not on that. This has become a TikTok war to a great extent worldwide over the, are you on the side of Israel or the, or the Palestinians? This uh, Jeff Morris Jr. got into the data. What I discovered through data and user testing is extremely concerning and I believe requires more attention as this is an actual national security issue. When I engaged with one post on TikTok supporting opposing views, my entire feed became aggressively anti-Israel. It was as if I I was placed in an A-B test variant and was told to see this war with Israel being the evil side. As I I looked at the tactics and data, I saw that much of TikTok is being controlled by anti-Israel bot farms, paid commentators, likers, and shares, much of which is paid for by Hamas-supporting organizations. I then looked into the data and saw that Israel is losing the TikTok war by a long shot. As an example, he's got the list here. The top hashtag is 3 billion views for Palestine versus 200 million views for Israel. If you're looking at the way it sways on TikTok, 3 billion for Palestine, 200 million for Israel. 15 times as many if you're not good at math. If you look at the other hashtags, it's clear that Israel has a distribution issue and as he uh, said um in a conversation i was listening to while those of us over a certain age were arguing about the mainstream media coverage of the hospital and whether israel struck it or not and it it eventually while it was wrong in the beginning eventually got straightened out it didn't on tiktok they weren't talking they're not getting their news from there and it's all israel's the bad guy Uh, palestinians are you know in a open what is that phrase they keep using and open-air prison and all that different sort of stuff, colonialism, right. et cetera, et cetera. And if you're a young person and that's where you get your news, that's what that's what reality is, right? I mean, where, where else would you... How would you come to any other reality if that's where you're getting your news? Neil Ferguson uh, retweeted a, a screed, an a editorial. Neil's one of our favorite 
historians. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, that points out a number of things about TikTok and its ownership by a company that's uh, connected to the Chinese Communist Party. And they mentioned oh. that if if uh, such a company were to propose buying CNN or the New York Times, the answer would be absolutely not. Sure. It wouldn't be permitted. No. And yet the number one source of news for young people is now tied to the Chinese Communist Party. What cor- sort of stupid blanking country allows that? One that has been bribed is the answer. Yeah, I left out that part of the conversation, which may be the most important part of the conversation. Yes, the Chinese Communist Party is distributing news to our young people. How in the hell are we allowing that to happen? Don't trust China. You can't donate a 10 spot to a politician if you're a foreign national, but you can, as the Chinese Communist Party, be the number one source of news for all your young people in this country, and politicians of both sides are just going to let that happen. It could be the country this stupid, greedy, and corrupt doesn't deserve to continue, you know, as it has, certainly. I'm so shocked by that I, I and again it's the ignorance of the old i didn't know anybody got their news from tiktok duh right no, i didn't i didn't know i i had heard a while back that like if people were gonna try to figure out what's the best uh, italian restaurant in this town they go to tiktok and i i wouldn't even know how to do that i've never used tiktok i don't have the app i'm not gonna put it on my phone because it's a the damn chinese communist party i was actually thinking yesterday maybe i ought to take the risk and put it on just so i have an idea of what's going on and how it works but, well, you can just go to the website without getting the app if I, you want. Had, I'm not sure how much functionality there is, but you could dip your toe in the communist waters. I think I'd probably have to be a user, though, to get the full they feed me stuff based on my searches thing that I would like to check out. But, yeah, if if the majority of young people are getting their news as approved by the Chinese Communist Party, which is hell-bent on bringing down the United States of America. I agree with that guy. This is a national security issue. This is a really, really big deal. This isn't just a minor, well, that's kind of interesting story. No, this is huge. It's, it's the same as if the Chinese Communist Party were distributing the history books in our schools for, right. what, what, yeah. for what to teach kids. It's the history that's happening right now. Only what's going to do the most harm to the United States is going to be the news that gets through to our young people. No on the other they hand, have the they're spreading they out bribes. Come on, they're spreading out bribes. What do you say, Congressman Jones? Well, they write me big checks. They write them to my PAC. They write them to my wife's nonprofit. They just write so many checks. Do we have an ad we have to do? We do, okay, Jack. The holidays an, got, are coming up I got fast. Another, yes. I got another important point to make. I'll make right after this. Before your life goes into overdrive with the holidays, protect your home with Simply Safe Home Security. You can get a brand new system today for 40% off. Folks, that's some serious savings. This is a radio commercial for Simply Safe, but their TV commercials were really good. I saw one during the football game the other night where mm-hmm. you actually saw the people there, the monitoring agents, because you got the cameras in your home and they're watching the people break into your house and talk to them and everything like that. That is so cool. That's the 24 7 professional monitoring that you can get for less than a dollar a day. Half the cost of traditional home security half the cost wow simply safe is comprehensive protection for the whole home with advanced sensors that detect break-ins fires floods more plus hd cameras for both inside and out you customize it for whatever threat you're most concerned about 
and satisfaction is backed by Simply Safe's money back guarantee. Try Simply Safe for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, return your system for a full refund. Now, for a limited time, save 40% on any new system with a Fast Protect plan. Visit simplysafe.com/armstrong. That's simplysafe.com/armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I declare everything the biggest thing or the most important issue in America or whatever all the time, like five different things a day. But this this might actually be one of them. We grown-ups need to embrace the fact that young people didn't raise themselves and didn't inform themselves and play a role in this. You can't look at uh, overly anxious, depressed young people who are scared of the world and have these views. And hate their country. And hate their country and have these views about Hamas and, and say, what's wrong with them? I'll tell you what's wrong with them. We did something in raising them. Haven't quite figured out what that is. And we're allowing them to be informed by TikTok and universities. And we need to step in and stop that also. I would agree. That is our new jihad. TikTok and universities. Which one do you want? I'll take the universities. I'm kind of hot for them. God dang it. How I'm going to bring them down. Has any country ever allowed anything close to like what the United States is doing by allowing the Communist Chinese Party to be the number one source of news for their young people? No, no. It is a bizarre and ill-advised experiment in, in well, in what we're doing. It, it makes a Trojan horse look like nothing. Oh, no, we built the Trojan horse herself, reeled it outside the gates, said, hop on in, pulled it back in, then went to sleep. (laughs) More on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Vice President Kamala Harris appeared last night on 60 Minutes, which means the rescuers were finally able to call off the search. (laughs) That's good. 
Vice President Kamala Harris said in a new interview that her relationship with President Biden is similar to the one Biden had with former President Barack Obama. Oh, so you think you're friends and he thinks you're co-workers? Right. So I would like to know, this will be known someday, what was going on with the Democratic Party that got Gavin Newsom the big feature slot on 60 Minutes, then two weeks later Kamala Harris the big feature slot? Was that a... Gavin's people got him on and then Kamala's people thought, oh, no, you don't. And they fought for it or are big power brokers getting them both out there just like to, hey, there's other options beside Joe Biden. Just letting you know, I don't know which. Yeah, I think that second one, it could be both, honestly. And the big money people behind the Democratic Party are probably thinking, look, it's not going to be Biden. Let's let's give both these people uh, some play. You're about to see some sort of giant Josh Shapiro feature somewhere, I, I would guess, to the governor of Pennsylvania. Get these people some play. Get them some attention. Then we can look at the polling in the months ahead. And you're trying to avoid, you know, 80% unfamiliar wins. So what was the book I read about the last campaign? Um, Moby Dick. Probably Moby Dick. Anyway, it featured in there. One of the reasons Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris is he realized how. Uh, sharp elbowed she was so when she was running for president all these negative and she went very very poorly no 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 when she was up for vice president that's it so when her name was being floated for vice president and other people's names were out there all these negative news dumps would come out and joe biden assumed suspected believed they were coming from kamala harris's people that she was out there knifing everybody politically speaking, knifing everybody whose name popped up out there to make sure she was the one left standing. And he liked that and thought that was impressive. And it's one of the reasons he chose her to be his vice president. And I just wonder if Gavin somehow got on 60 Minutes and she was like, oh, no, you don't. (laughs) And she figured out a way to get on there two weeks later. I don't know. That would not surprise me at all. Well, I'll tell you one thing that is guaranteed. It did not go unnoticed by the Kamala Harris camp that Gavin Newsom got the 60 Minutes <laughs> puff piece treatment a couple of weeks ago. Right, right. Have we seen any polling on Gavin Newsom plowing over that little Chinese boy in the uh, basketball <laughs> game? And then he lands half on top of him, too. No, I saw so <laughs> You laugh. I laugh. I, fi- I finally watched that, and I, I enjoy mocking all this sort of stuff, but it seemed pretty innocent. I don't well, the kid was moving. It was clearly a block. So don't accuse Gavi of a charge. Plus, you right. know, if you can't say to the Chinese communists, the Chicoms, our great, you know, global adversary, that we own the paint, how are we going to say to them, we own the South China Sea? Exactly. Gavin for president. You make an excellent point. That kid did not Thank have his. You. That kid did not have his feet set. Right, right. He, he deserved to be bowled over. <laughs> if you live in a state that does not have water rationing. The highest taxes, businesses fleeing, dramatically increasing crime, cities collapsing, multiple labor union strikes, growing mentally ill, drug-addicted homeless populations, littering the streets with feces and drug needles, and you want that, vote for Gavin. No, I didn't even get to $7 a gallon gas no. and porn in your K-12 through curriculum. Another thing in defense of Gavin Newsom for plowing over the 10-year-old uh, Chinese kid. Not easy to play in dress shoes on the pavement. You are going to slip and slide. He went behind his back, off right off the back, crossed him over, 
then right. outweighing Broke his him, ankles, then outweighing him by 170 pounds, plowed him over, put a shoulder in his head. <laughs> Got well, him on it, the ground. Hey, the Chinese children had a serious matchup problem there. They the, the, they switched and they put a small child on a grown ass man and they suffered for it. Right. If that was a mismatch, you can't have somebody who comes up to their knees trying to stop right. him in the paint like that. Right. Gavi was right. Take that little boy to the hoop. Should have stood over and wagged his finger. <laughs> That's the way to handle that. If you miss a segment, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.